the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a fantastic show for you tonight. We got not one, but two craft beer guests. That will be joining me this hour, one in studio, one on the phone, the usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me very easily? On Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms, Alexa Ready as well, and we are also on the Hopped Up Network. The good folks at Hopped Up Network are doing a great job with their beer casts and uh, podcasts on there. Just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com, and you will find... Not only my show, but lots of other great beer shows, Selling Craft Beer. Uh, uh, there's, there's just a lot of good stuff on there. I don't have the list in front of me. I usually do, and I don't this time. I apologize for that. But hoppedupnetwork.com, and you can check out my show along with a lot of others. Podcast is usually posted by 5 o'clock in the morning on Monday. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, as we heard a little Judas Priest metal gods, uh, saw a great Judas Priest cover band. Uh, along with some others, uh, last weekend at Killemeyer's on Staten Island. Fantastic. They do a metal fest every year. It was just awesome. And the Priest cover band, buddy of mine uh, from high school, John Besser, plays drums in the band. But the lead singer, he looked like a fat Rob Halford. That's the only. That's the best way I could describe it. Um, it was great. Uh, he's you know all in the leather, and but, man, his voice was fantastic. They were a really, really uh, good band. So, anyway, uh, great time. Uh, seeing those guys and lots of other people uh, at that event. But coming up in 10 minutes, Pepe Cabanas, the Director of Strategic Marketing for Estrella Galicia. They are a Spanish beer maker specializing in lagers. They're coming to the United States, or I think they're already in the United States. Uh, that's coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, attended an event uh, on Wednesday of this past week where Estrella Ga- uh, Galicia was doing uh, this uh, competition. Um, and we'll talk about that, and obviously we'll talk about the beer and being here uh, in America and what they plan to do in America uh, with their lagers. That's coming up in about 10 minutes. And in 20 minutes, Robin Gregory from Sierra Nevada Brewing will jump on uh, to talk about an Oktoberfest event they had a couple of weeks back, a wedding that they had there in uh, Chico, California, uh, that was a lot of fun. And they have a big event that is coming up next weekend uh, out in California that you definitely want to check out if you have the opportunity. Now, let's dive into news and notes because we've got, we've got a bunch of stuff to get to here and we really only have one news and notes segment on the show this week. So um, I got an email the other day from uh, the folks at Stone Brewing and uh, it's, uh, it's a, a collaboration between uh, the Arrogant Bastard line and Jägermeister. So this sounds really cool. So Arrogant Consortia's European headquarters... Um, is in nearby Berlin. I think that, I guess they still have a, a home base over there. So uh, the folks from Jägermeister and Stone got together and put together a beer 
uh, a collaboration. So there's Jägermeister in this beer. Um, it apparently has begun shipping out uh, to select accounts in the United States already. Um, it will be in California. If you want to order it, you can click. You can go to stonebrewing.com or arrogant. I think it's arrogantconsortia.com, or just type in stonebrewing. You'll find that you'll find the link from there. And uh, you can pre-order the bottle in California. They will ship in California only. They will not ship out of state. But there are certain places that are going to be getting this uh, collaboration. Now, um, Lizzie, the PR director there, uh, reached out to me with an email, and uh, she told me, uh, you know, interestingly enough, obviously I couldn't get a sample of it, which I really wanted to get a sample of, but uh, I couldn't. So um, she, I, I have to find out where it is in New Jersey because I definitely want to buy a bottle of this to try it. And um, it was interesting. I want to I, I want to directly quote her. Um, she said, uh, "Let me see here. It is a very interesting beer, notable collaboration. Tried it for the first time uh, about a week or so ago." She said, "I thought the brewers did an excellent job balancing the intense flavors of Jägermeister's herbs, roots, fruits, and spices without overpowering the flavors of the beer." That is a direct um, a quote from Lizzie on this beer. I'm I'm intrigued to try it. It, it just the Jägermeister thing brings obviously brings me back to my youth uh, of um, you know doing uh, doing shots of Jägermeister at a bar, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what a beer tastes like combined with Jägermeister. So we'll have to check that out uh, at some point. So check your retailers; it might be out there somewhere. If you do, would love to hear your thoughts on it uh, and what's going on. Now, our friends from Founders have announced. Civilized Brute IPA is their first seasonal release of 2020. It is an extra dry uh, IPA. This will be coming out uh, in 2020, I'm guessing the first part of the year uh, next year. Uh, President Dave Engber said, as the majority of brewers are introducing hazy New England-style IPAs in the market, we have decided to take another road. Civilized Brute is a crystal clear IPA that's bursting with effervescence and elegant aromatics, perfect for champagne and IPA aficionados alike. It is a 6% ABV. It's actually, and I'm, I'm sorry to say, it will be shipping. I made a mistake. I thought it was next year, but it'll actually be shipping next month in 2019. It'll be released in both the Grand Rapids and Detroit tap rooms on October 30th, available in six pack cans, 15 pack cans, and on draft across the brewery's distribution footprint, which of course includes all 50 states now. Um, this civilized brute will precede Pilsner and Mosaic Promise in the brewery's 2020 seasonal lineup. More details to come on the 2020 brand calendar later this year. So that is the first release this year for um, for founders, uh, I guess, going into the 2020 year. So the interesting stuff. Being lo- looking forward to trying that. Constellation Brands uh, is no surprise entering the hard seltzer market. Uh, they will be coming out next spring with a cor- uh, Corona branded spiked seltzer. Um, this is going to be called, I'm trying to remember, I had written the name down here, and now I don't have it. Why don't I have it? That's interesting. Let's see. Corona, okay. I'm just, I'm I'm reading here. So, I guess it is going to be just called Corona Hard Seltzer. It's going to be in four flavors, tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. It'll check in at 90 calories, just under 5% ABV, zero grams of carbs and sugar, um, they're saying none of the biggest players in the category boosts uh, can boast zero carbs and zero sugars. White Claw's 100 calories. I mean, we're, we're nickel and diming about calories, folks. Uh, the bottom line is, if you're going to drink any type of alcohol, you're going to have to do some exercise to burn it off. Bottom line. You can't sit here and drink this stuff and not think that you're going to gain weight. Good luck to the folks at Constellation. 
I think the seltzer market is becoming a bit overcrowded. I'm hoping that it is not a passing fad. The numbers certainly don't uh, attest to that uh, in terms of numbers. Sales are spiking all over the place. So it'll be uh, interesting to see if Corona can make an impact. uh, Constellation Brands can make an impact in the seltzer market uh, as time goes on. So uh, we will see uh, what happens there. Also, um, Oregon apparently, for those who don't know, is one of the best places to brew beer. At the Great American Beer Festival, uh, a week or so, uh, last weekend, uh, breweries from the Beaver State took home 15 medals, Portland's Breakside Brewery grabbing three. Kudos to them. Good, uh, Very good beer from Breakside Brewery. Um, festival, of course, the nation's pr- most prestigious beer competition, and all breweries from Oregon took home four gold medals. Washington State took home 14 medals, but the state that won the most was California with 68 but Oregon remained in the top five. I know that Coronado Brewing uh, won for uh, weekend vibes. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the the local uh, breweries. I know two breweries in New Jersey. I think it was. Oh, I have to see here. Okay, hold on a second. I'm just I'm clicking on the link here because the uh, if you go to the Great American Beer Festival, you can actually narrow it down by state, which is great. So in New Jersey. The medal winners uh, were two. Cape May uh, won for their Honey Porter in the Brown Porter category. And Devil's Creek Brewery won for their chili beer uh, called Bringing the Heat. Cape May's beer is called Honey Porter. So kudos to Cape May and Devil's Creek for winning medals uh, in the Great American Beer Festival. And then in New York, uh, locally, in the Bronx, Gun Hill won for Void of Light, which is an export stout. Great South Bay uh, won for their beer Jetty, which is a honey beer. Um, let's see, Kings Corp growing up in Poughkeepsie won for Frogs Like Possum, which is an Imperial Red Ale. Uh, let's see, who else? And that's really it. Everybody else is outside of the area, um, outside of the immediate uh, five boroughs uh, that won for their um, for their beers at the Great American Beer Festival. So kudos to the winners. We actually have a link on the Facebook page if you want to check that out. I know it says 2018 Great American Beer Festival competition winners, but if you click on the link, it takes you uh, to the 2019 one. So uh, don't, you know... Don't be uh, don't be discouraged that you thought I, I posted the wrong link. I did not. Uh, as we continue on here in our news and notes, um, here's something really cool. Some this maritime aquarium got my email, and I, I don't know if you're if you're interested in it, if it's something that you want to do. But the next couple of weekends coming up, they are doing at the maritime aquarium at Norwalk. They offer an Oktoberfest cruise featuring tastings from local craft breweries. The adult-only cruises showcase two different breweries each Saturday that you can sample and enjoy the brewery's flagship and seasonal products while taking in uh, the views from the Long Island Sound. So on October 19th, No Worries Brewing Company of Hamden and Charter Oak Brewing of Danbury will be on board. On October 26th, it's the Owls Brew of New York and New England Brewing Company out of Woodbridge. Representatives from the breweries will be along to pour and discuss their beers. It's a 90-minute cruise. It departs at 5.30 p.m. Uh, from the aquarium. You can book your tickets by going to maritimeaquarium.org or calling 203-852-0700, extension 2206. Tickets are $50. If you're an aquarium member in Connecticut, you get the tickets for $45. So something uh, to look forward to there. And then finally, one other uh, piece of news real quick that I wanted to get to uh, that is actually very important. Uh, But you know what? I'm going to hold that over until our Suds and Duds segment. So stick around for Suds and Duds. This is something that uh, will help out New Jersey and the rest of the country uh, with a lot of congressmen uh, on board, a lot of senators on board on a bill 
that needs to be passed. But we're going to get to that in our Suds and Duds segment. I promise you we will do that. But when we come back after a short break, Pepe Cabanas from Estrella Galicia will join me in studio. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. It's obvious now. We're in the middle of a war for America's soul. It's a culture war, and we must win it. But we need more warriors to take up this fight. So right now, this radio station is looking for a few good warriors. Go to our website right now and look for the banner, Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year Award. There are six finalists there, and we're asking for your vote for one of them. Hey, these are good people who fight the tough fight every day. We want to honor and encourage them. You can help. But now, for Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year Award, just go to our website, am970theanswer.com. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-9446. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-9446. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-9446. 1-800-424-9446. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. There's a great new product that every dog owner needs. It's called the Headlight Harness. I got one for Otis. I love it. Invented by a local New Jersey couple, Marilyn and Peter Pianelli. The Headlight Harness has a bright LED light, and it's right in the chest of the harness, making your dog highly visible to vehicles and illuminating the path so you don't need a flashlight, and it scares off wild animals. The Headlight Harness is perfect for securing pets in a vehicle with its easy, quick access handle. Avoid hefty tickets and keep your pets safe please the headlight harness comes in a variety of colors and sizes to fit any dog it can be customized with the pet's name on it with the contact info it slips on easily makes it impossible to escape hey to order the headlight harness which i absolutely love please go to headlightharness.com use the promo code am970 for 20 percent off any product on the site headlightharness.com or call 800-597-0181 did you see what happened on the Joe Piscopo Show? Tune into the show every Tuesday morning, 6 to 10 on Facebook, YouTube, and am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget, iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows 
on those two platforms. We're Alexa Ready as well, and we are also on the Hopped Up Network. All you do is just go to the hoppedupnetwork.com. You can not only find my show in there, but a plethora of other beer casts for your listening pleasure on that platform as well. Now, my guest uh, is the director of strategic marketing for a Spanish brewer that has been independent and family-owned since 1906. You can follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Estrella, E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A, Galicia, but it's but it's spelt G A L I C I A U S A. Let me welcome into the studio Pepe Cabanas. Pepe, how are you? Very well, thank you very much. Excellent. It was a pleasure to meet you last night, and and everyone. Full disclosure for everyone who's listening right now: we're taping this interview on a Thursday. Uh, obviously, it airs on Sunday night. But um, before we talk about the event that happened yesterday, yeah. I, I want to talk to you about the beer styles that your company makes. Your signature beer is a lager, which, of course, we all know it takes longer to make. A lot of brewers uh, that are out there, obviously, you guys have been around for a very long time. Uh, but you're coming to America for the first time, but the lager is the, is the beer of choice for you guys. What is it about lagers that make them so special? Well, we've been brewing lagers since 1906, as you, as you mentioned, and I think that this is a strong heritage behind the, the brewing process, uh, taking care, special care of the raw materials, the chest, the hops, I mean, everything that we that we used to brew. But uh, more important, uh, I would say, that is the, the, the way we, we do it. I mean, we, are, we just got uh, one facility, uh, which is in Galicia. This mm-hmm. is basically because of the name, Estrella Galicia. We are located in La Coruña. And we just go on one facility for the worldwide production. As you said, the, the yeast, the, the hops, they all come from specific places. That's the only ones that you use. The water is a protected water area. No one else can touch it. That's it. It's just for the beer. Um, so it, it, there's, a, there's a pride there in, in making that beer. There's, you know, the, the, to keep that tradition that you've kept since 1906, right? Yes, 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 it is. In fact, I mean, uh, we try to create this new category that we, we call Big Craft because uh, the small brew pubs that are opening and are so trendy right now, uh, when they grow up, I, I assume that they would, be, um, they would love to be like, like we are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, I mean, we, don't, we, are, we are fighting, we, we love to, to offer our, our consumers different range of different beers, right. but all of them made with love and with this special curve, uh, keeping the same methodology since 1906. And additionally, you, you guys have an alcohol-free beer that uh, I'm assuming it's going to be available in the United States. Is that is that right? Yeah, I know it wasn't in the... There was a four-pack last night that we got as a gift uh, for being there, but there's an alcohol beer that's going to be available in the U.S., and it seems like these beers are making a comeback here in the in the U.S. Uh, for years, people had two choices if they wanted to drink an al- a non-alcoholic beer, O'Doul's or Sharp's. They both were terrible. Uh, you might as well have drank water, but your non-alcoholic beer... Is fantastic. Is that because of the calories that people don't want to add? You know, all the calories in from uh, drinking, uh, you know, regular beer, or is it uh, in, in the case of Spain? Is it that people don't want to be drinking all day long, and you know, they want to be able to drink something that they can drink all day long and not get drunk? Uh, the drink, the non-alcoholic beer, and at least in what happens in Europe, is more a functional beer, a functional drink rather than than low fat, low calories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Workers, me- doctors, I mean, many people who cannot drink during the, the, the labor hours, uh, they try to, I mean, they love beer, they, they bet on, on, on non-alcoholic beers. Right. In Spain, in fact, it accounts for 10% of the market, which is a, a wow, quite big huge. figure. 
And, and I mean, we've been learning from that. I remember our our first non-alcoholic beer from the 80s, and it has nothing to do with, with our current non-alcoholic beer. The, so the recipe has changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we change uh, dramatically the way we brew the non-alcoholic. Excellent. That's excellent. We're talking with Pepe Cabanas. He's the director of strategic marketing for Estrella Galicia, a Spanish brewer that has been independent and family-owned since 1906. Follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Estrella Galicia USA. Uh, we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So let's talk about this event. Uh, that you held last night, and for the uh, like I said, for those listening Sunday night uh, to the program, we taped it, we taped this on Thursday morning. The event was Wednesday night at La Nacional. Uh, La Nacional. La Nacional. I keep I keep messing that up. So the C is a T. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't learn that in high school Spanish. All right. So it's the Spanish Benevolent Society. Now it was a competition for uh, uh, bartenders to compete to be a beer master in Madrid next year. They're going to compete with people all over the world. Part of the competition, uh, there was a written test. It was, you know, talking about the knowledge of, of uh, the particular beers, how much, how much uh, IBUs, how many ABV. But the part of the competition involved pouring and presenting the beer. Why are those two things so important? I mean, the beer uh, is not completely brew. Uh, it's just before we take the first sip. So uh, based on that, uh, we make all the, let's call the, the distribution and the factory uh, work. Mm-hmm. But now we need the, the bartender to do the last step. So uh, this is why we, we try to push to, uh, to teach on which is the way, the best way we consider humbly to, to, to serve the beer. And this is what we are proud of. So we try to spread it out worldwide. We organized during the last uh, six, seven years uh, this contest. Uh, it started as a small contest just in the little corner of Spain where Galicia is located. Mm-hmm. We expanded to national in, in Spain, and now it's becoming worldwide. This is the first year in the USA. And this is the first event that you guys have done in New York and in the United States uh, pretty much to, to get, the, uh, get the ball rolling, as it were, to get people aware uh, of the beer. And your brewmaster said to the audience last night, you just said it now, the beer is not finished until it's poured in your glass, which I loved, but you said while addressing the crowd, that this is the first time bringing this beer to America and our heart beats inside. Uh, It's a great source of pride for all of you. What would you say to someone, you're going into a particular bar uh, and you want to sell them on selling Estrella Galatea, what would you say to them to get them to try it? So many things to say, but uh, what I would say is uh, just try our beer. I mean, I completely trust on our product credibility and product performance is fantastic mm-hmm. blind test is fantastic so uh, the beer is good i have nothing else to say so it, it's the the product speaks for itself but i love how i love how um the the way it was poured last night um a lot of the um a lot of the bartenders they started to pour it stopped let it rest for a moment then finished it off to get that to get that foam on the top there which is interesting it's a, it's a for for Americans, everybody that, that that sees foam in beer goes nuts because they figure, oh my God, you're you're not filling it all the way to the top. I'm not getting my money's worth. And when you're paying eight to ten dollars for a beer, I can understand that argument. But the foam is an essential part of the beer, right? Is I mean, if you don't have foam, it's not beer. So maybe we have to do a, a bigger glass uh, and have two centimeters of foam uh, mm-hmm. rather than squeezing the the, the 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 liquid at the end of the day. So right. the the vessel is important when you're pouring a particular style of beer. People think, ah, eh, just open the bottle and drink it, or just pour it into any old glass. It doesn't matter. 
each style of beer, there there is a different glass for each style of beer because it brings out different f- flavors, right? Right, right, right. I mean, the way you enjoy a beer I mean, is on the on the on the flavor we we talk. It's only it's not only taste, but it, it's smell mm-hmm. and it's also looking to, to the beer. So the good looking, the appearance, the 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 appetite that it raises you inside when you see a, a well served beer is completely different than than a worse one. So right. We're talking with Pepe Cabanas. He's the director of strategic marketing for Estrella Galicia, the uh, Spanish brewer. They've been independent, family-owned since 1906. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Estrella Galicia USA. That's E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A-G-A-L-I-C-I-A USA. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So people love to pair food uh, with wine, but just as important is pairing food and beer together. You did that last night at the event, which was great. There was a lot of different little bites uh, with the different beers that were going on. In your opinion, what type of beer from the Estrella Galicia collection goes best with chocolate? Uh, I would talk about uh, 1906 Black Coupage. Okay. Uh, Tell the audience a little bit about that beer. That beer is a, is a lager. It's uh, quite an expected beer uh, the flavor. It's made out of a coupage of, of dark malts. Uh, and a coupage also of different hops uh, coming from Czechia and from Germany mainly. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's got an unexpected flavor. Uh, it's very, uh, how do you call it here? It's a season beer. A session beer. A session, a beer. Uh, a session beer. Right. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. Uh, but that's the one that you would go with, with that fits best with uh, chocolate or a chocolate-type sure. dessert. Sure. Excellent. Now, last question for me, Pepe. Out of all the different styles of your beer, I'm going to put you on the spot. Which is the one that you reach for to drink the most when you're going to have just one? Uh, I would talk one that, unfortunately, is not here in the U.S. and we cannot afford to to bring for the time being. That is Cerveza de Bodega. It's a a new business model. It's uh, like a cellar uh, beer. So Uh, an aged beer. Uh, it's not age. Okay. Uh, it's just the fresh, the freshest beer we could ever deliver to a to a pub. Uh, it goes directly from the from the brewery to the to the venue to any to any client. We got more or less one thousand five hundred pubs uh, in this kind of of business in Spain. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's the, it's an um, it's an unpasteurized uh, beer. Uh, we keep on all the the cold chains in the factory till the till the glass. Right. So I mean the the flavor, the the heaviness, and, and the feeling on your stomach mm-hmm. is completely different to any other uh, beer, at least for the time being in Spain. So it's the fre- uh, that, and that's a lot, what a lot of people want. They want the freshest. The moment that date is stamped on the can, oh my! If I got it the same day, this is great. You know, that's that's really what's uh, looking forward to. But you get but you get that beer out to those people. Same day, it leaves the factory, boom, they're getting it uh, the next day in the in their bars and pubs. Yeah. That is fantastic. And my guest has been Pepe Cabanas, the Director of Strategic Marketing for Estrella Galicia. They're a Spanish brewer. They've been independent and family-owned since 1906. The event that uh, they put on on Wednesday night was phenomenal. I had such a great time. Follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Estrella Galicia USA. Pepe, thanks so much for coming into, into the studio uh, today. Very much appreciate it. Thank you to you all, and, and I mean, hope you enjoy Sunday, Estrella Galicia, with all your listeners. And, and next year, for sure, you will be more than welcome in the in the next contest of Beer Master. Would love it. Would love it. Up next, Robin Gregory from Sierra Nevada joins me on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970 The Answer.
It's 60 degrees and overcast. What's going on? We have the answer. A mother is dead after being attacked in her residence. Steve Greenfield reports. The 40-year-old was repeatedly stabbed with a screwdriver inside of her Bronx apartment while her children slept in the next room. Following a 911 call, police found the woman unconscious and unresponsive inside East 187th Street in the Belmont section of the Bronx at around 8 o'clock Sunday morning. Her 5-year-old son shouted for help through an apartment window after discovering her body, yelling, my mom's dead. The investigation is ongoing. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. A poor Chester man is found guilty of sexually abusing a child. Last Friday, a Westchester County jury found Hugo Zaniga guilty of felony sexual abuse and endangering the welfare of a child. Prosecutors say the 37-year-old sexually abused a 14-year-old victim in August of last year. He's scheduled to be sentenced in December, where he'll face up to seven years in prison. In sports, Yankees and Astros are tied at the bottom of the seventh, 2-2. Jets did beat the Cowboys this afternoon, 24-22. As we take a look at traffic delays, GWB inbound on the upper deck no longer has any problems, reminding you that the lower level in Palisades approach slated for ease to pass customers only until 6 in the morning. Lincoln Tunnel in and out, no problems, and the Holland Tunnel looks like a good ride inbound from either approach, and the outbound Holland also moving well. Ramp restrictions on the FDR Drive at the Brooklyn Bridge left lane is closed on the ramp to the Brooklyn Bridge because of an accident. Traffic is stop and go from South Street. Manhattan Bridge eastbound from Manhattan to Brooklyn disabled vehicle blocks the right lane. Weather for tonight, 20% chance of some showers, mostly cloudy, lows of about 56. For your Columbus Day, mostly cloudy through the mid-morning and then gradual clearing, high near 71. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno at AIM 970. The Answer. Your life is an important one. Here at AM 970, The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges, and every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. Here's the best part. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit am970theanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's am970theanswer.com, keyword story. Watch the Joe Piscopo live stream Tuesday mornings 6 to 10. Available on Facebook, YouTube, and am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter, at Algatulo. Instagram, at Gatulo. That's G-A-T-T. 
U-double-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, you just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa Ready 2, and we're also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You will find my uh, radio show as a podcast on Monday mornings, usually around 5 in the morning Eastern time, and uh, as long with a plethora of other uh, podcast dedicated to beer. My next guest, she is the content manager for Sierra Nevada Brewing out of Chico, California. Sierra Nevada is, let's face it, folks, it is the beer that started craft beer way back in 1980, and I was 10, folks, so I couldn't drink legally yet. Uh, they recently celebrated a wedding in true Oktoberfest style. We're going to get into that and so much more. For more info on all of their beers, just check out the website, SierraNevada.com. Let me welcome onto the program Robin Gregory to the Craft Beer Cast. Robin, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Now, Robin... Who came up with the idea of having not just a wedding at Sierra Nevada, but an Oktoberfest-style wedding? Yeah, it was it was a pretty wild idea that uh, that the team came up with. Um, we Oktoberfest, many um, people might not know, actually historically started with a wedding uh, 200 years ago. It was the wedding between Prince Ludwig and Princess Therese, um, and this was our 10th anniversary of our Oktoberfest celebration. So we wanted to do something. Uh, really wild, but also to honor uh, the tradition of Oktoberfest. And we thought, why not have a wedding live at Oktoberfest in front of 3,200 people? That That is pretty cool. Now, were Andrew and Katie, the, the happy couple, nervous about having their wedding, not only with their family and friends, but also the thousands who attended Oktoberfest? I know, I know. Nothing to give you cold feet like 3,200 strangers holding signs. But uh, <laughs> but no, they they, uh, they handled it in stride. I think they were excited, and uh, the crowd was crazy and uh, screaming and cheering along the whole way. Now, uh, let me ask you, since it was an Oktoberfest, were they holding the steins for a long period of time, and then who would who would give up first, or it was just kind of uh, a, a cheer for, uh, you know, for thanks for coming to the wedding and then a, and then a quick sip? It was, you know, you know what they did? They tapped the calf. It was kind of that they literally went straight from the altar down the aisle to the cask, yeah. uh, and then tapped the cask. Beer sprang everywhere. Um, it was yeah, it was it was a classic Oktoberfest wedding event. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously they got uh, flowers and cake and everything, but to tap the keg, right. uh, who needs the cake? I mean, that's great. Get right, get, get started <laughs> with the drinking right away. I love it. Talking with Robin it's Gregory, true. she is the content manager for Sierra Nevada Brewing. Uh, SierraNevada.com is the website for more information and to find out where all of Sierra Nevada's beers are. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Robin, the fifth annual Hop Harvest Festival is coming up on Saturday, October 19th. And if you're an IPA fan, a true IPA fan, this is the event for you. What's included in the ticket price for the Hop uh, Harvest Festival? Yeah, that's an awesome one. That is, that's a, one of our favorite events. That one really celebrates the kind of West Coast hop heritage. Um, and you're going to find there's breweries coming from all over the world, actually. We even have Garage Project from New Zealand coming. Um, and in that, you'll have your tasting glass. Um, and all of these more than 50 breweries are bringing several beers. Um, one of them, as a, as a requirement, has to be kind of a really hop harvest, hop forward beer. Mm. Um, and then they can bring their other offerings as well. Um, but, but so there'll be uh, food trucks, there'll be live bands and music. There's going to be, there's also some really cool panels. So we're going to have uh, brewers and hop growers kind of talking about 
what are the next big trends in beer? What are the next big hops that you're going to be seeing at the market? Um, so this is really like a hop lovers, IPA lovers festival. Yeah, I- I'm looking at the list right now, and there's a couple on there. Bagby Beer and Society, right. obviously Russian River, Pizza Port. you got the hop concept. Uh, Firestone Walker, some of the ones that people are familiar with. I mean, that modern times, I mean, there is some really, really good breweries that are going to be at this event, and that's very cool. Now, um, another question I have for you, Hazy Little Thing IPA has been quite the success for Sierra Nevada. And you, that's you one went, of my favorites. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it very much. Obviously, listen, the classic pale ale is, the, is, is really, to me, is such a great beer because of the consistency of it, and it always tastes the same. But Hazy Little Thing uh, IPA has been quite the success for Sierra Nevada, and you guys went hazy without going super juicy or adding things like lactose, et cetera, that seems to be the big trend uh, in IPAs. And does Sierra Nevada plan on doing any of those types of beers down the road, or are they going to stay uh, stay the course? You know, it's uh, it, it one of the one of the, the blessings of uh, being a family owned operated company is at the end of the day we all report to one guy, Sir mm. Ken Grossman, um, and if he says you know everything that we brew has to be uh, has to be in line with with who we are and what we do. So you're probably never going to see a Sierra Nevada product out there that isn't uh, isn't true to to what we believe in with brewing. Um, that said, we are certainly uh, exploring some exciting new products, um, especially in this coming 2020. There's going to be some beers that are pretty out there for us, um, but they're always going to stay true to uh, our, our real, often traditional brewing heritage well uh, then let me ask you what what um if you can give me a, a little detail what what's coming in 2020 or a hint of what's coming in 2020 that sierra nevada maybe hasn't made before or actually maybe hasn't made before and put out for the for the instead of being in the tap rooms putting out in cans or bottles for the public yeah so um one of the new offerings you're going to see uh, coming out in january is fantastic haze and it's an imperial hazy ipa um, so that one's going to be a higher APV, APV mm. uh, real nice and hazy. That one has a lot of really juicy fruit-forward flavors, lots of pineapple, awesome aroma. Um, that's going to be a great beer, and it'll be in cans nationwide. And, and then later you're going to see Wild Little Thing, um, which is kind of a slightly sour ale um, with some with some fruit-forward flavors there. Um, and that's got a nice kind of uh, uh, reddish-pinkish hue to it, uh, very refreshing so those are two awesome beers that you can look forward to. That sounds good. Talking with Robin Gregory, the content manager for Sierra Nevada Brewing. SierraNevada.com is the website for more information and to find out where all of Sierra Nevada's beers are. You can also get tickets uh, to their Hop Harvest Festival uh, on the site as well. And there's a lot of great breweries that are going to be there. That's taking place on Saturday, October 19th. Uh, last question for me, Robin. Circling back to the Oktoberfest event, in the press release you had mentioned uh, Andrew's 102-year-old grandmother. Was she able to attend the event and enjoy the beer along with the party? You better believe it. Yeah, she was there. Uh, she came. She was actually on stage with them when they got married. Um, and uh, I know that was that was really special thing to do. And she was she was the guest of honor for sure. That is that is very cool. You know, I did say it was my last question, but I actually have one more for you. I, I, and I have to I, I ask you this because obviously you're in the tap room. Consumers come in all the time. They're drinking the beer. They're enjoying the tour. They're they're, they're buying things. Whatever. Do do you have people that come in there, Robin, that are asking? Because I know this is. It sounds like a silly question, but uh, I'm going to go back to that whole lactose and kind of milkshake IPAs and things like that. Do, are there people that come in and, and say, hey, how come you guys don't make that type of beer or that's a beer I would really like? Or 
Is it more of beer fans who know the, the history of Sierra Nevada and say, yeah, I want to come to where the, the, the classics are? You know, occasionally, uh, occasionally folks will ask about, about those types of styles. And, and to be perfectly honest, we do a ton of beers at the brewery that are brewery only. Right. And you'll see some of those types of styles at the brewery. So if you, I mean, you'll see all kinds of beers that, that you won't see anywhere else at the brewery. So if you are interested in trying some really unique uh, kind of out there Sierra Nevada beers, I encourage anybody to come visit either our Chico or Mills River Brewery, and you will certainly find them. Very cool. My guest has been Robin Gregory. She is the content manager for Sierra Nevada Brewing. SierraNevada.com is the website for more information to find out where all of Sierra Nevada's beers are. Uh, and, uh, again, the Oktoberfest wedding was a big success for them, and uh, congratulations to Andrew and Katie, uh, who got the wedding uh, at the uh, brewery in Chico, California. Robin, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. You got it. Up next, time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder says education doesn't always equal informed. This is not about IQ. It's not about whether or not you've done well on your aptitude test. There are people that have a great deal of prestigious credentials, high IQs, high scores, who are absolutely either devoid of common sense or have bought into stuff that they've heard on television, have not bothered to research it themselves. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 970. The Answer. If you don't dispose of the unused or expired prescription drugs in your home, they might find a new one. They could end up lost, stolen, or simply misused. Keep them safe. Clean them out. Take them back at the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration's National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day, Saturday, October 26th. To find a collection site near you, please visit DEATakeBack.com. This ad brought to you by the DEA, New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Stop chasing customers and let them chase you. Salem Surround offers full-service digital solutions. We'll help target the exact demographic you want in the exact area you want. Perfect for increasing awareness, a big sale, or rolling out a new product. If you need more business, you need Salem Surround. Call now for a free digital marketing checkup. Call Greg Cooper, Salem Surround Media Strategist, at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Salem Surround. Digital Solutions. Real results. 212-857-9635. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as the conversation continues about immigration, about our health care system. It's all about us. It's all about the truth, wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. You don't feel right. You sleep plenty, but you're always tired. Your joints hurt. You push through it. It could be lupus. We're here to help. Learn more at BeFierceTakeControl.org. Brought to you by the Lupus Foundation of America and CDC. AM 9-7, The Answer. The Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, it's the final segment of the show. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. 
Alexa ready as well. We're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just check out thehoppedupnetwork.com and you will find all of the shows, my show, along with a lot of other great beer shows uh, on there for your listening pleasure at any time. So uh, I promised something earlier in the show. There's a press release from Cape May that I wanted to get into real quick. And so uh, Cape May Brewing uh, is uh, excited, and I'm sure the other Jersey breweries are also excited as well. The bipartisan uh, New Jersey delegation to Congress is one of the first states to sign on as co-sponsors of the Craft Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act. We've talked about this on the show. It is uh, Bill HR one one seven five, and uh, which HR stands for House of Representatives, and Senate Bill number three sixty two. The bill would make permanent. The reduction in excise taxes on the brewing industry first signed into law as part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. It is set to expire on December 31st of this year. So the CMBTRA would retain the $3.50 per barrel rate for domestic breweries that produce less than 2 million barrels of beer per year and make permanent the tax rate of $16 per barrel rate on beer production above 60,000 barrels, up to 6 million barrels per year. Any beer produced above 16 million barrels will remain subject to the $18 barrel rate. Now, Ryan Krill, the CEO and co-owner of Cape May, in the press release said, we're glad to see that New Jersey's delegation to Congress has signed on to support this common-sense legislation. In the time that CMBTRA has been law, we've expanded from distributing to 10 counties in New Jersey and five in Pennsylvania at the beginning of 2018 to delivering beer to all 21 counties in New Jersey and nine in Pennsylvania, nearly doubling our workforce in the process. Now, taxes on beer uh, uh, account for... 40% of the price paid by the consumer between state sales tax, state alcohol tax, federal excise tax, and various other taxes. Nearly five ounces of a 12-ounce can of beer go directly to various governments. The CMBTRA has helped to alleviate that. That allows uh, breweries to make more beer, sell more beer, create more jobs. In 2018, the reduction in the excise tax saved New Jersey breweries over $500,000, enabling reinvestment in these small breweries across the state, stimulating local economies. Nationwide, breweries, both large and small, expected to save over $142 million, with more than half that savings over $80 million realized by the small and independent brewers under the 6 million barrel limit. And there are a lot of them. So, again... These uh, small and independent brewers employ over 150,000 full and part-time employees, generating more than $3 billion in wages and benefits. In 2018, New Jersey's 109 breweries were responsible for an employment impact of nearly 11,000 jobs, adding $1.6 billion to the state's economy. Let me tell you something, folks. This is why Governor Murphy, this is why the legislation in New Jersey needs to read this and see this. These are jobs. This is money that's coming to the state's economy. Get Remember what I just said, $1.6 billion to the state's economy. Stop allowing the New Jersey ABC to control everything. Pass legislation in the state of New Jersey to help these breweries so they can continue to thrive. And if they thrive, guess what that means? It means more tax dollars go to Trenton, which means you can start lowering other taxes. Bottom line. It wor- it all works. Governor Murphy needs to see that. He hasn't yet, and so does the legislation. I'm going to get off my soapbox there. I rail about this all the time. Anyway, let's get into suds and duds real quick uh, before we have to get out of here. Bunch of great new beers that I had. Uh, Material World from Bolero Snort, first up on the list. This is a great beer, got a great hop flavor, hazy, juicy. It's delicious. If you see a can in the store, don't think of Madonna. Pick it up. Drink it. Uh 
you will enjoy it. And and if you're like a virgin, maybe it's for the very first time. There you go. Uh, always a classic. Vine and Stefano, they have this uh, at Killermeyer's uh, on Staten Island. Great place, great German place to go to if you want to check, if you want to eat great German food, um, but also to drink some great uh, beer. Vine and Stefano's uh, Hefeweiss beer is just a classic. Goes down smooth. A little lemon in there. It's fantastic. Trust me. Uh, Cranford Ho- the Cranford Hotel, I have not been to. Uh, over in Cranford, New Jersey. My wife had always avoided going there. She wasn't crazy about the food. The food's not bad. The beer selection, though, very impressive. So uh, one of the first beers that I had was uh, the Herm- from Hermit Thrush, 40-mile fun zone. Very nice. Slightly sour. A little bit of tartness on the back end. It was delicious. In fact, I ended up having two glasses of that beer. It was that good. Um, and then from uh, Prairie uh, Artisanal Ales, I uh, had a standard. Uh, a nice dry Cesson. Uh, light. Um... It was okay. Uh, I was a little underwhelmed by it. Uh, I expected a little bit more from that one. Maybe because I like their stout so much. I don't know. I wasn't crazy about uh, that particular beer. Uh, but from Industrial Arts, though, I had Week 156. That was really good. little juice, slight bite. Uh was a, a very, very nice beer. Um, finally cracked open a can of the Pilsner uh, from uh, Rubson and Horman Brewing. That's the brewery on Staten Island that was brewing beer in the 50s. And uh, Q from uh, Impractical Jokers revived the name and is creating his own beer. It's a very good Pilsner. It's light. It's crisp. It's refreshing. If you see it in stores, if you see it on tap, and you're looking for a good Pilsner to drink uh, with your meal, definitely uh, check this particular beer out. It is uh, very good. Lagunitas came out with what what they're calling Citrus Citronisus. Citronisus. I guess I'm I'm probably mangling the name, but... Uh, lots of orange in this. It was light. It was nice. Um, the the orange flavor really shone through without being too acidic. Um, you got that orange taste there, but without that, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say bitterness, but without that, that acid that goes down uh, in your throat, it was uh, actually very tasty. Uh, from Jug Handle, I had the Hopshorn Medusa. This was a nice, easy drink in IPA. Uh, Jug Handle hasn't blown me away with a lot of their beers, especially their IPAs. This this one happened to be a particularly good one. Sherm from Paragon, thanks for turning me on to that one. That was uh, that was an excellent one. Citrus Punch uh, by Southern Tier. This is one that impressed me. I love Southern Tier stouts and porters. I'm not a big fan of their IPAs and other beers. They've never really done it for me. This one happened to be a very good one. Very mango forward, but but not too oppressive. Uh, with the mango, where I felt like I was, I was eating literally eating a mango. This was a great beer. Enjoyed it very much. The citrus punch uh, from Southern Tier, uh, and for the first time, I had a Magnify beer. Uh, they're in Fairfield, uh, Fairfield, New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. That didn't burn my throat. Midnight Society, uh, excellent IPA, and again, my first beer from them. That when I drank it, it didn't burn down my throat. For some reason, they seem to leave the beer. Uh, they don't leave the beer in the tanks long enough to kind of let it settle a little bit. I think th- there's something going on there. I don't know what, but this was the first time that I had a, a Magnify beer that I actually enjoyed. So kudos to them. Give credit where it's due. Uh, finally, my good friends from uh, Coronado Brewing sent me, and first of all, I have to I have to say, Melody from Coronado, thank you for the beers, number one, but thank you for the, the, the one beer in there that I wasn't expecting and very happy that I got to try. So first up, the Tiki Sunset Sour by Coronado. Uh, this is part of their uh, art series of beers. Uh, nice and tart. It was not super sour. Big notes of pineapple and coconut. I didn't get a lot of the macadamia nut that they say is in there, but this was a very good beer. This was a nice, you know, sit home Friday night, crack it open, 
and uh, and just drink it down. It was just a really good beer. Enjoyed it a lot. If it was here in New Jersey, I would buy it all the time. That's definitely a good beer. But then Melody sent me the this other beer that I was looking forward to trying, and I wasn't wasn't sure if I was going to get it or not. I didn't even ask for it. So thank you, Melody, for sending me this. The Early Bird Cold Brew Milk Stout uh, from these guys. So from Coronado and um, Early Bird Coffee, they combined, they did a collaboration together. This is a fantastic beer. Loads of coffee, cinnamon, touch of honey in it. Very smooth. I took my time drinking this one to savor the 16-ounce can. It is a low ABV. It's not a, it was, wasn't a big banger. It was fantastic. Melody, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, for the beers, for the two beers that you sent me, that is just it. It was just great. I really, it it really made my Friday night last week very, very um, special. Let's put it that way. Very special. I'm sorry, I'm gushing over a beer. I just enjoyed it so much. It was great. If I'd had, I, I probably could have drank three more of them. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, before we get out of here, one of the note: Killsboro uh, over on Staten Island uh, at the Craft House had their uh, two year anniversary uh, last Saturday night. I got a chance to stop by, ran into an old buddy of mine, Don Cronin, from high school. Great to catch up with him and his wife. Um, had uh, an Island Vibes there, uh, which is a very good hazy IPA, and uh, bought a four-pack of one of their anniversary beers, birthday checks. We'll review that on next week's program. But um, just wanted real quick before we get out of here, had a chance to talk with Sean from Killsboro. We're going to have him on the program uh, in a couple of weeks. They are, there are some new things that are happening at Killsboro, and I, I am, could not be happier for them. Uh, they're expanding their facility. They're actually going to, they've uh, uh, rented out space in a production facility. I guess they're building a production uh, brewery because they are growing in leaps and bounds. They're going to be creating a tasting room in there. Awesome. So now you can go there just to try the beer. They're keeping the craft house. They're going to rebrand it uh, into a different name. Uh, the food there is excellent. So they're still going to have the brew pub. And what they're going to do in the brew pub is they're going to have a, a one-barrel system for pilot beers only. So the experimental beers, things that they want he wants to kind of play around with, that will be in there only. And then they're going to move the rest of the stuff into a new production facility, which will allow them to make uh, more beer and get it out to more places. They have the deal with uh, Union now uh, to distribute their beer. So um, we're going to get Sean on in a couple of weeks to talk about all of those things. But I wanted to talk about how great the anniversary party was. Didn't get to stay that long. Had a couple of other things to get to. Um, but uh, it was great to see Sean and catch up. I am so excited for them. I am so happy that they are growing in leaps and bounds and that they're going to be opening a tasting room. Probably, I would say, he's conservatively estimating about 18 to 20 months uh, because, of course, permits and all the proce- you know the process that you have to go through in order to do those things. It could happen sooner. We will see. Uh, but uh, And I hope it does. I hope it's sometime next year. Uh, maybe this time next year it'll be open. Who knows? We shall see. But kudos uh, to Sean and his group over there at Killsboro. They are just doing a fantastic job. And, again, I could not be happier for them. Folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone, including Chad Emerson, the president. And, oh, excuse me, not Chad Emerson. Chad Emerson was last week. See, this is what happens when you don't erase things when you're writing notes. So thank you to Pepe Cabanas, the director of strategic marketing from Estrella Galicia, Robin Gregory from Sierra Nevada Brewing, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.